straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm Will. And this is Legends TV Talk. How's everybody doing tonight on our second but first official show as our own show? I'm wonderful. I don't know about Kyle, but I (laughs) am wonderful. I am doing pretty spectacular right now. Excellent. Excellent. You guys uh, see the premiere of Flash this week? There was a premiere. (laughs) Oh, come on. Season three of Flash, the most greatest comic book show on television right now. I did. I, I was kind of uh, out of time for it. But yeah, I saw it. I loved it. I, I watched it live. I watched it twice. I had issues, but I love I overall I loved it. I wish it just would have stayed, you know, never mind. But, you know, yeah, I wish it would have done something. <laughs> yeah, something no, like, no, no spoilers. spoilers. Yeah. spoilers. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, you should check it out. It's pretty good. But uh, we're not here to talk about Flash. We're here to talk about Legends TV talk. And while there hasn't been a new episode this week, there have been uh, a lot of information released about uh, the, the things that we're going to see in season two. Primarily, we have the the JSA and the Legion of Doom. Now, I myself, uh, I, I, growing up, I was more of a, of a Marvel kid, so I had a lot more uh info about Marvel comics and things like that than I did with DC. I I mainly read Batman and Batman, Superman and stuff like that. And sort of that was most of my DC comic book knowledge. So I'm really excited this season to learn more about the, uh, the, the DC universe specifically in this case, the JSA, one of the teams I'm least familiar with in the DC universe. What about you guys? What experience do y'all have with the JSA Legion of doom and all those different kinds of things? Uh, in terms of like the Legion of doom, I think Everyone can relate to this. Uh, Super Friends, because that's where they first came out. Where they're in the, where in the, where they're in the swamp, and they've got that head-looking, <laughs> yeah, thing. the giant head base. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, though, it, it's it's crazy. There's uh, what was it? It was Cartoon Network, I think it was that did these little bits. Uh, yes. Where they would uh, use the Legion of Doom footage from Super Friends, and and I always remember Solomon Grundy. You know, he's sitting there, it's like Solomon Grundy won't pants too, and so <laughs> that's that's basically all my exposure to it. But uh, Will, what about you? How how uh, how deep is your uh, JSA and Legion of Doom knowledge? Um, I've been JSA since since Crisis. Um, like I was fascinated by them. Like they were part of what I because from Crisis number one, they actually go back to forty one and grab Firebrand and like old Superman and. And I was like, wait, Batman's dead? It was it so from right there I was like, it's like the Justice League, but not. <laughs> and, then, and then uh when they came back in the early nineties and then when uh you know with Jesse Quick and then when they came back in the mid to late nineties as JSA, you know, I've James Robinson and then Jeff Johns, I was all I was on board the whole time. So, you know, I kind they were always kind of a companion to JLA. So it all kind of worked, and when they went to Earth Two, back to Earth Two again, I was like, "Woohoo!" And then they did absolutely nothing with it. As far as the Legion <laughs> of Doom, it's yeah, it's Super Friends. I mean, you know, with the Darth Vader head, and you know, Captain Cold with his blue skin for some strange reason. It was well, sure, all, you know, hey, he's cool, right? You got to illustrate <laughs> that point somehow. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I, I'm. Oh yeah, I'm looking forward to a JSA again because I thought they. I didn't think the Smallville one was that great. So, so I enjoyed they, it for. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I enjoyed it for what it was because I mean they did bring in Hawkman, Doctor Fate, and Stargirl, and they made it they made it look very practical for what that show was. And even at that time, they were still like 
no flying or no tights. So they made it look really well or really good. I I hope I wish they would have brought in um, Alan Scott and uh, Jay Garrick into that show, but I think for like not for legal reasons, but for things like they're doing with DC Extended, that they couldn't use that char- couldn't use those characters, but they could they could show them uh, like they they had uh, Green Air, uh, Green Lanterns. Um, Lantern, and I think they had also Jay's hat or helmet. Okay, so now the the JSA though, I I guess let's start with the JSA uh, because I'm you know less familiar with them. What I get from this is the JSA is kind of like the precursor to the Justice League. They were superheroes that were around before our you know quote modern superheroes that we have today, like Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and stuff like that. So uh, where where exactly did they did they come from? Where did they start from? Well, if you don't mind, I've got I got this one. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> okay, so here's what happened in the in the in the forties, thirties and four. All right, so in the thirties, Batman, Superman come out great, and then in the forties, they came up with Flash, and he was the guy with the helmet, and then all of a sudden, Green Lantern comes out, Martin O'Dell, all that, you know, and he's he's allergic to wood, um, so now you've got four heroes with Wonder Woman, you got five. So they put them together in the Justice Society instead of the Justice League. Then what happens around, like, I think it was the 50s, maybe even the 60s. No, it was the 50s. Um, Comics, like, nobody wants to read superhero comics anymore. Everybody went to Cowboy and Monster Comics. So DC cancels The Flash. They canceled Green Lantern. They canceled, you know, but they kept the big three. They canceled everybody else. So then for, like, 10 years, all you had was the big three. And then in 63, 64, Barry Allen, come, they start Flash over again with Barry Allen, and all of a sudden the Silver Age hits, boom, you have a Justice League. And what hap- What they did from there is they went and said, okay, we still have the Justice Society, how do we explain this? And they got the ingenious idea, Gardner Fox got the idea of like, well, what if they're on a different Earth? So they do, They or basically they said, oh no, JSA was always Earth 2. You know, just Justice League is always Earth One, and there are two versions of Superman. There's two versions of Batman. There's two versions of Wonder Woman. So and that's, that's why that's in Crisis they kill them. <laughs> so, so they have to come up with a way to fit the JSA and the JLA in the same universe. So instead of you know thinking some sort of like story method, they just go, ah, we'll make up an entire new planet. And you just they they come from there. That's that was their their go to on that. Yeah, but those were great stories. Um, I agree. Yeah. You ever I get mean, Read them. Trust me. If you ever get a chance, Crisis on Multiple Earths, they used to do it every year after that. JLA and JSA, either they'd go to Earth 2 or they'd come to Earth 1. Black Canary, as we know her, came from Earth 2 JSA. She came over to this Earth and, you know, got with Ollie. And then all of a sudden they retconned it to where she had a daughter that got with Ollie. So, I mean, believe me, JSA has been has always kind of been there. And it was a problem a lot of people had with the new 52. So then if we were to draw a real world comparison, the JSA is like the League of Nations and the Justice League is like the UN. It came after the League of Nations. Yes. Okay. Okay. Interesting. So we have this JSA now. We know it's going to be in Legend Season 2, but it's not the same lineup 
of the, or, well, I, I guess there, there are some people who are the same lineup. I'm going to go through and just uh, read the ones that we know so far that are going to be in there. And I'll leave it to you guys to tell me which ones are new, which ones are old. And then we can kind of talk about the characters because some of the names just don't look at all familiar to me <laughs> in all honesty. But our lineup for JSA and Legends TV Talk CZ2, we have uh, Citizen Steel, Stargirl, Rex Tyler, Our Dr. Man. Midnight, Vixen, and Obsidian. And that's yes. that's everybody thus far, right? Correct. Okay. Okay. So I guess we'll start with the top. Citizen Steel. Now, is he an original JSA member or is this uh, a, a new intro? Or I guess, is, is he a character from the JSA, but not an original member? Or, or where does he fit in? Uh, com- Commander or Captain Steel was an original. Captain and then Steel. he had grandchildren. Okay. Steel was the one who died in Justice League in the 80s. He had a grandson who got his same powers as Commander Steel, and then he was killed by Ivo, and then they made another one. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. So, yeah. Interesting. Right, Kyle, so, or do you know any more? I, I, I actually don't know much about Citizen or uh, Captain Steel. I've seen him before, I think. Well... I'm just looking him up right now. He was on an episode of Justice League Unlimited. Um and he he was part of uh the new 52 title Earth 2. So that's where my that's where my knowledge of uh Citizen Steel comes from. Uh cool. so it's 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 not much at all with with him. But will you mentioned that uh the actual so Citizen Steel is the grandson of Commander Steel? Yes, he, he is the grandson, this- one of the grandsons. Okay, there were okay, two no, grandsons that did it. Uh, Hank Hen- Haywood, the first Hank Haywood was the first one. He had another grandson named Hank. He was the one who died. If you ever look up the end of the JLA or the end of the Justice League in '85, so that they could reboot it, um, he was the only one who died. Okay, and they actually let him stay dead. So, Interesting. So he's still dead the, to this day. Yes, and then in two thousand, in the two thousands, when uh, Jeff Johns redid Justice Society again. He created another Haywood cousin, and that's Nathan Haywood. So that's this one. Okay. And now, so does he have the same power set? Legacy. What's that? Does he have the same power set? I don't know how they're going to do it in the show. In the in the comics, what it was was he actually he was uh, his whole body became metal and steel, and he couldn't control himself because he was so powerful. He'd go to open the door, and the door would crumble. You know, so he couldn't hug any of his cousins who were his only family left. So they put this suit on him to like dull all of his senses. Interesting. Oh yeah, it was. It's. I'm telling you, man. JSA is worth reading. But yeah, so he was kind of tragic in that regard. And then of course they reset New Fifty Two, and who knows what he is now. <laughs> well, next in the list we got Star Girl. Kyle, do you know anything about Star Girl or like is she a? Uh, I think I've seen her in Smallville, if I'm not mistaken. She was in Smallville. Uh, she she is not an original member. She is actually a proto, protege of Starman, if I'm remembering correctly. Will she was a Star Spangled Kid? She was a Star Spangled Kid. Yeah, yeah. she was the Starman was the original one. Well, kind of. What it was was Star Spangled Kid. The original was Sylvester Pemberton. He died. He had a friend named Stripesy who was an older gentleman. He became older, obviously. I had a stepdaughter named Courtney Whitmore. So Stripes, he was still, he was still Stripesy, and Courtney found Sylvester's belt and became the new Star Spangled Kid. And from there she went, 
I guess, as she progressed as a character. She progressed to Stargirl when she grabbed his Starman's uh, wand, basically. Now, when you say Starman, you're not talking about uh, uh, Jeff Daniels. Not the, and not the or the Neil Gaiman one. Okay, no, <laughs> no that's Sandman. Neil Gaiman, Sandman. Sandman. Sorry. Well, wow. You guys have seen Starman though, right? With Margot Kidder oh, yeah. and Jeff Bridges. I it have was not. Uh, actually Karen Allen and Jeff Bridges. I don't want to. You know. Oh, you know what? I think you're right. No, no, no. I know I'm right. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I want to? Are, are those uh, Karen Allen? Is she the one in uh, Indiana Jones, or am I just? Yes. Okay, in terms okay. of endearment, yeah, she had like a good run there and then just disappeared. <laughs> Until the Indiana Jones movie that will remain nameless. Yes, let us never speak of that again. Yes. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, so, so, so next Girl line we got... Oh, go well, one of the cool things about Stargirl is really the reason she's so popular. Um, Jeff Johns created her literally because his sister was on uh, one of the planes that crashed in Lockerbie, Scotland. Oh, okay. So her name was Courtney. And so when he started writing uh, Star Spangled Kid and Stripesy, he named her Courtney. And then he put her in the JSA, and he's always kept her in the JSA. So it's always kind of cool to know that. Yeah. And so her power set, the, the belt that she wears, uh, what is that? What kind of powers does that grant her? Is it the belt or is it the her staff that gives her the powers? Because I know from Smallville, it was the staff. Right. The belt started it and then and helps still, and now she uses the staff because she got that from Starman when he no okay. longer wished to be Starman. So it's mainly now the staff. But the belt used to give her, like, super strength, and she'd hit stuff, and stars would show up, and, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, I'm, I'm looking at the... Yeah, because <laughs> I'm looking at the 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 cast photo of the JSA for Legends and her like her belt looks just like a a normal leather belt. OK, so you think they'll have the staff in Legends and not uh, not the belt? That's from from the picture. Yes, that's where I think it's going to be going. Um, and then they're. Like her, her costume out of all of them, besides maybe Citizen Steel, is not leather. <laughs> yeah, it's like which, a spandex or something like that. Yeah, which I know someone made a comment about it one time. Is like, uh, one like it was either spandex or leather that wasn't. No, leather was always been around. So it was spandex that w- hadn't been invented yet. <laughs> Well, I know uh, this uh, interpretation of the character actually shows less skin than they did on, uh, you know, Smallville, which is one of those things with female characters you always have to worry about where it's like, you know, they're going to try to over-sexualize this character. But in this instance, it seems that they've toned that down a bit, at least from uh, the representation on Smallville. So that's that's an uh, interesting move there for him. Uh, the Smallville Stargirl, her midriff was showing. Now in the Legends, her she's she's got more... It's, legs showing yeah, it's like a uh, like a like short shorts i guess on the yeah but they're not really shorts because it's all like a one-piece unitard sort of thing right it's like a weightlifting uh unit yeah yeah i mean if you're super that, strong that, would, that makes sense yeah, that that would make more sense especially back in the 40s when that was huge yes. well courtney always had the midriff showing in the shorts so in the comments Yes. Okay. Okay. So then the small so actually the, the smaller one, she was close to it. Huh. Okay. Interesting. 
Uh, well, cool. Well, so our, our, our next person we've seen already, and it was in the last episode, last season of Legends, uh, I almost said Legends TV Talk, <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, <laughs> uh, and that's Rex Tyler. Rex Tyler is the guy who comes back at the very end and tells them they just screwed everything up, basically. So <laughs> that'll that'll be an interesting thing to see them uh, talk to him now. But I, I honestly don't. I, when he popped up and he said, hi, I'm Rex Tyler, I was like, who? Yeah, I felt like a, you know, the Star Lord <laughs> moment from Guardians of the Galaxy. But uh <laughs> Well, so who who is Rex Tyler? He's our man. Our what man. it is is he has a pill that gives him super strength for an hour at a time. Really? That's about it. Yes. So he <laughs> swallows what's called Miraclo. Miraclo, M I R A C L O. Okay. Swallows that and he has powers for an hour. And then it goes away and he has to take an hour between doses or, you know, his son was also our man for a while, and what they did with him was they actually they ran what you would think they would run with this, the addiction storyline. Ah, interesting. So he became addicted to Miraclo. So, yeah, Rex Rex is kind of cool. He was dead for a while, and they found a way to bring him back, of course. Like they do. So the fact that he's there, I, I was kind of excited. He's always been one of my favorite society guys. Excellent. So now, was he an, uh, an original member uh, of the oh, JSA, or was he an addition? Very much an original member of the JSA. Okay, cool. And so now uh, we come to Dr. Mid-Knight. Uh, <laughs> an interesting spelling there. Uh, I, I'm assuming that his powers might have something to do with darkness or something of that nature. Kyle, what do you know about him? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes two of us. <laughs> Will, care to likeness? Pardon me while I, just, I put up my know-it-all. <laughs> Hey, please. There there are certain characters of the JSA that I do know, but some of these characters I just I have no idea. I've seen them before in stories, but I've just have never been uh basically like introduced like, yes, this is so and so. So yes, please will tell us. <laughs> okay. Very simple, very simple. He first of all usually hangs with an owl for some strange reason, sometimes mechanical, but mainly what his power is is he is blind and he has goggles that let him see sound like anyone else we know <laughs> I mean, huh. it's not so much daredevil but it's kind of like so he does he has these special goggles he wears which is why he always has them on which let him see and then he has these that he has these bombs that make dark smoke and he can see through that so he can see through pitch black is basically it and usually he's the doctor not okay. the doctor, but, you know, he's like the doctor of the group. He can fix anything, you know, fix, patch anyone up, et cetera, et cetera. So he's like a medical doctor and not like right. a professor doctor. Correct. Interesting. And so is is he more like gadget focused, kind of like a, a, a Batman type where, uh, you know, his goggles allow him to see, obviously, he's got the smoke bombs and things like that. Uh, or, or is this or is there any sort of like mysticalness to him? Nope. Strictly just a gadget guy and a heck of a combatant usually. So. Okay, so he's you know, top physical prowess kind of dude. Right. Cool, cool. Do you think we're going to see any of the any of his owls, as you yeah, mentioned? Yeah, I, th- I could see them putting in the owl. But, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a joke. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, Dr. Midnight hangs with an owl. <laughs> <laughs> so, if anything, they're going to be a couple, uh, you know, jokes, one-liners in there about owls, I would Probably. Assume. Yeah. Well, cool. Our next uh, JSA member here is Vixen. Now, this isn't the Vixen that we've seen on Arrow that we've seen in the animated TV show, but I believe this is the grandmother of the Vixen that uh, we're familiar with from the Arrowverse. It, sure. <laughs> yes, she 
they do they do say that she is the the grandmother of Mari uh, for um, for this er- um, iteration, and I believe she's actually a brand new character, uh, and I know she was never part of the JSA. Not even a little. I think she's kind of like their analogy to Wonder Woman. Because yeah. you know how Wonder Woman was JSA at one point, and they said it was Hippolyta as opposed to Diana. Yeah, and I think, um, well, Vixen Vixen has been a member of the Justice League, but yeah, definitely never a member of the Justice Society. Okay. Uh, but I do know that her that her powers all reside from her amulet that she wears around her neck, which is all mystical. Her so, tantu totem. So yes. okay, so it's the same thing as the vixen from the Arrowverse that we've currently seen the the animal spirits, and she can summon them to get their you know specific powers when she needs them. Correct, and even even her costume is uh, very similar to what uh, we saw already on Arrow and in the Vixen uh, TV cartoon. I liked her costume, by the way. The uh, what I saw it on Arrow, I thought it looked pretty cool. Me too. Yeah. It looks fantastic. Yeah, it was like the the uh, animated show. I, have y'all seen that? By the way, I haven't haven't had a chance to watch it yet. But it I've looks- seen I've seen bits and pieces of it. I was mainly watching it for uh, Stephen Amell and uh, Grant Gustin. Yeah. So I only got a couple episodes in. I never actually finished the the season. Uh, but I know she was a she was a big player, or the character Vixen was a big player in Justice League uh, Unlimited, and her and John Stewart had a relationship after uh hawk girl was deemed a traitor and everything spoilers yeah she was sorry yeah she vixen's always been around ever since she actually was a part of the same uh justice league that steel was so it kind of made sense in that you know the justice league that got killed she was the only one who survived other than jesse and it you know she went on to suicide squad for a while they didn't know where to put her and then they brought her back to the JLA. Was Vixen was Vixen and Steel ever part of Justice League Detroit? That's what I'm saying. That's what Justice oh. League. They are Justice League Detroit. It was them. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was them. Vibe, not you know Cisco, but Paco Ramon. <laughs> oh, don't get me started. And um, you know, it was those three. In fact, I'd love to see if they worked those three together. But um, who well, Ellen Gated Man, obviously, and. Uh, and there was a girl called Gypsy who could turn invisible, and Jean Jones. That was basically the Justice League Detroit. So is that kind of like the Great Lakes Avengers? Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, so you're like you know you're, you're, you're B team. They're not saving the world. They're saving this particular stretch of street in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> well, what it was was Aquaman, basically Batman and Superman, and all the art. They they knew they were going to reboot them eventually. So they had to pull them out of JLA. So what they did was they came up with a whole new set after Teen Titans really hit and Infinity Incorporated, which is where some of these guys are from before, really hit. They were like, well, let's make a team of young Justice Leaguers and put like Martian Manhunter and Aquaman in it. It'll do all right. <laughs> it was really bad. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, man. Well, our, our our last member here of the JSA that we know of thus far uh, is Obsidian. Now, this is another character. uh Love that. Him. I, I have yeah, just no idea. The name sounds cool. Does he shoot volcanic glass shards? No, better. <laughs> well, so so will like fill us in here. What, what 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 does he do? Well, I'm a Green Lantern guy, so it's one of Alan Scott's kids. So. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, him and Jade are brother and sister, which I really don't understand why they didn't bring Jade in, but probably because the effect would have been, you know, you have Firestorm. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> well, how are, how are they going to explain about Alan Scott? True. And, and then which Alan Scott is it? Let's not it's, 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 it's not going to be New 52 or 2. Thank they God. could, but it's probably not going to be. Um, but Obsidian has shadow powers. Basically, he can create big shadows of himself and envelop things and, you know, draw people into a shadow world. And, you know, so him and Dr. Midnight worked well together always. And, and then he started going a little dark. So it might, I could see him being like the secret villain later. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because it seems like right now, uh, just looking at the the lineup here, the JSA has more members than uh, the Legion of Doom does. So it, it'll it'll be interesting to see, you know, the the power difference there. Granted, you know, the members of the Legion of Doom, they're they're the you know the big bads that we've seen uh, thus far on all the other Arrowverse shows. And uh, I guess that's that's a good little segue there, so we can go and talk about our uh, new bad guys for this season, uh, the Legion of Doom. Meanwhile, at the Legion of Doom. And, and first on this list, we have Damian Dark, who, uh, as most most people know, is the big bad of season four of Arrow. Uh, you know, say what you will about season four of Arrow. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't see a lot of it, but uh, he he seemed to be an interesting kind of guy. Like, uh, I know, uh, Kyle, you, you, you're you up to date with Arrow, correct? Correct. Okay. So what now Damian Dark... <laughs> Now, uh, hey, I'm, I'm going to be sticking with Arrow till it ends. Oh, they're hitting 100 episodes this season. That's that's a exactly. That's a, yeah, that's that's a that's an accolade right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's that's the syndication marker, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, excellent. So and that's so, how they get all their monies. Yeah. Yeah. There's that what a uh, uh, Weird Al Yankovic song, Syndicated Incorporated. <laughs> Anyone? My. Yeah, I'm alone. I will. <laughs> hey, listen, so, I just went out for 20 minutes about the Justice Society, man. The flag is flying. Touche. Touche. So, so Damien Dark, uh, from what I know about him, his, his powers are magic-based. Uh, now, is this something that that he uh, in, inherently is imbued with? And I'm, again, talking about the Arrowverse version, the one that we're going to see in Legends. Uh, Cal, tell, tell me about him here. Like, w- Fill me in on what I wouldn't know if I didn't see Arrow Season 4. The important bits. Um about this dude. The Arrowverse Damien Dark is is uh, very mystical in the sense that all of his powers reside from a totem that if he's around it and he starts uh, death starts happening around him or he kills people, he gets more and more powerful to the point where he could be almost unstoppable. So that's where all of his magic derives from. And in season four, he wanted to get rid. He he basically wanted to do. Um, he wanted to have just nuclear holocaust all around the world and start fresh. Okay. Those plans. Those plans were uh, canceled out by Team Arrow. Uh, and then at the end of season four, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. <laughs> uh, he kills Laurel Lance. And for which it's not thank you. That was sad. <laughs> it was sad. She was she was just getting in into her character and everything. But it only took four really seasons. She went. She it only went did, from being yes. cardboard to paper. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Damien Dark killed her, and then Oliver thrusted an arrow into Damien Dark's chest. That's the short story of it, and so in. 
this current timeline in 2016 and in the Arrowverse, Damian Dark is dead. Okay, so then I guess they're going to go through time. Yeah, this uh, the Legion of Doom, at least for right now in the clips that they've showed, this is going to be Damian Dark from 1941. And Sarah is... Or something. He's... It's it's the the totem. It's all the magic and okay. the totem that's keeping him uh, youthful. And I mean, plus I mean that that uh, the actor Neil McDowell, he's just awesome looking dude. Anyway, yeah. Um, I don't think that guy ages at, at all. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's been the same for, for decades. Yeah, <laughs> he has. He's been Dum Dum Dugan and he's been uh, Damien Dark. So he's has his foot in both worlds. That's uh, right. Uh, he uh, was Dum Dum Dugan, and. He was Lieutenant Hawk in Star Trek First Contact, so he's lived yes, many he years. Wow. <laughs> he could see the future. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Forward. But, yeah, uh, when, I mean, when I think the the legends uh, meet up with uh, the JSA and Damien Dark in 1941, Sarah's going to have a lot on her plate dealing with the death of Laurel and then finding out it was Damien Dark and then her just going on a basically got a revenge trip to kill him hmm. before he can kill her before ah. exactly. And then rewriting history. But I don't, I don't think they'll go that route just because, you know, that's Flash's job. Cause Lord knows we don't want Katie Cassidy back. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Sorry. I do. Well, well, She's, speaking of, I think you're was, the one dude. You're the one. I know. <laughs> Well, speaking of messing up timelines, uh, <laughs> that'll take us to our next member of the Legion of Doom here, Reverse Flash. Now, this is going to be the uh, version of Reverse Flash played by Matt Lester. In The Flash, uh, we saw him come back season three, and there's a lot of questions about his return. Now, uh, going to get into a, a little bit of spoilers here for uh, season, uh, the season premiere of season three for Flash. But uh, Will and Kyle, both of y'all have seen that, correct? I don't, Correct. I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Right. But, uh, you know, be forewarned. It's not spoiled. Okay. Yeah. So uh, season three, episode one, a couple spoilers here. Uh, at the end of the episode, Barry takes <laughs> reverse flash back in time to kill his mom. And then reverse flash takes Barry back into the future where he's not supposed to exist. So there's some weird paradox stuff going on here. So it, it's it, it's interesting, and I'm wondering where the the feedback from that's going to come from. Is it going to come from Legends, or is it going to come from Flash? Uh, it's 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 really bizarre because I don't under I I, I really don't understand now <laughs> how he's supposed to be back uh, because you know he was erased from time, but the one but but now he's back in 2016 where he shouldn't be, but again he's from the future to begin with, so. Will any thoughts on on how Reverse Flash is back and and where he'll or I guess how he'll end up uh, with the Legion of Doom? I think he's uh, it's probably if they're going with the 1941 Damien Dark and Captain Cold still alive and the other guys. I mean, he could be from anywhere, anyone. I don't think it's going to be 2016. It might be, and it just they may say, "Oh well, now I'm alive again in 2016. I guess I'll form a Legion of Doom." type thing because i think he's the one to put it together uh yeah, so you bring I, up a good point i think he's you know, an echo you know i think oh, he's gonna okay. end up being like what they did last year and they're just gonna call him an echo and you know I so really you don't think this is gonna be that. Real. they wrote themselves into a corner <laughs> yeah 
because that's the mm. weird thing about that, right? It's because, you know, he's not supposed to exist, but this is a show about time travel. So we could get a reverse flash from anywhere, but we have this conundrum on flash right now where he's in 2016, where he's not supposed to be. So will he, get- I, I actually, I actually think he travels back in time after, after he brings Barry back, he travels back to his own time to the future. Or he travels. Yes. Or he travels back to, um, the night where he kills his Barry's mom. And then that's how he gets stranded. Cause that's how time has to work. Well, yeah. Or else- my, I mean, without getting into flash. Okay. I don't want to ruin flash yeah. for anybody, <laughs> but I mean, there were some changes left over from the timeline when he returned. Nothing says that Reverse Flash didn't go back and do something or, and this is what I, I, I should have told you this last night when you guys were recording, because I mean, I'm wondering really, is are the changes that happened because the beginning, the ending of season one no longer happened because the Reverse Flash that kills Barry's mother is the one who almost killed Barry's mother before and then was taken out of time and then brought back in time. So that guy, and then he brings Barry back. So the one who kills him, kills Barry's mother, is no longer the one who was at the end of season one disappeared, which also explains why his mother stayed dead, by the way. Hmm. Does that make sense? What do you mean when his mother stayed dead? Because we all kind of wondered at the end of season one of Flash, why his mother, if if reverse Flash no longer exists, why is Barry's mother still dead? Yeah, okay. It, it's it's because even he still killed her. Yeah, I know. no matter what. He still kills her and then but I think what they I'm, could do is they could write themselves out of this corner with this and say, you know, this is a different version of the reverse flash. His mother's still dead and the end of season 1 still happened sort of. Eddie still dies, but you know, this could explain the whole Iris situation, which again, I don't want to spoil flash for anyone. But it could explain too why there was a change with Iris. And it's weird though, because reverse flash is the Barry doesn't even notice it. Reverse flash is the one who notices that there's something different. He's like, ah, you don't even realize it yet. And then he pieces out. So yeah, like I, there's, there's differences in this timeline and I wonder if reverse flash is responsible for it. Uh, we shall see this. This will be an interesting storyline to continue with, but to continue our train of thought here with the Legion of Doom, we're going to talk about another Flash villain, uh, Captain Cold. So he's, he's coming back to Legends. We saw him die at the end of last season, but now he's back. But this is presumably a Captain Cold from the past before he was picked up by Rip Hunter. But I guess, is, is, is this before he was fighting the Flash, do we think? or Because it would have to be, because otherwise he wouldn't have his cold gun. Uh, Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, this is definitely a version of Captain Cold that uh, previously had fought Flash. Um, so it's definitely before he he met his end on uh, Legends of Tomorrow. So he, they're going to be, I think, p- definitely picking him up uh, before he I, he maybe even before he gets uh, kidnapped by Rip. Okay, so it might just be just like oh yeah these seven people and like how season one happened you ate everyone and then captain cold was supposed to be there but he got taken out of time by reverse flash because that's the only way that they can uh they can do this is by reverse flash doing all of the time traveling well, yeah because oh go ahead 
Well, I mean, I kind of wonder if it wasn't, if it's not like a, you know, do, forgive the Doctor Who reference, but it's not like a Clara, Clara thing where, you know, Captain Cold does not have to die at the end of Legend season one, but just somebody had to be in the room. Now, if Reverse Flash shows up at the last possible second, grabs him, takes him out of there, the room still gets to blow up. No, no. Oh, oh no? It's a dead, it's a dead man switch. Oh, that's right. So maybe you lost a hand. Yeah, okay, so he's dead. I don't know, but it's, it's, I mean, there's. I'm wondering if it's that. He already lost one hand. They won't do that again. <laughs> but yeah, that's interesting though because it, it they can't take Captain Cold from any point up until right before he's taken by Rip Hunter because otherwise that's going to invalidate the stuff that happened in the previous seasons of Flash. And that means he can't die. Like I, I mean, you you kind of write yourself into a corner with that. That's why I'm thinking like they grab him at the last second. Yeah, maybe it's something like the thing starts to blow up, but Reverse Flash is so fast it just destroys part of Captain Cold's arm or something, and then he pulls him out. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's just something I was thinking about. It's like that would let them again out of the corner they wrote themselves into. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what they do here. I'm, I'm, I'm getting the more and more we talk about it, the more I'm excited for for next week just to see what happens. Uh, But we we know. Considering what what you know, we got all we got four new shows starting up. So we have Supergirl next week. We have Legends next week as well. Uh, Flash and Arrow started this week. Uh, we know at some point there's going to be some kind of crossover, and maybe we'll get some some answers there. Uh, and, and recently there was some news about that crossover and uh, what it's so going to, to to entail. <laughs> yeah, and and this this is something I I saw the pictures. I think Will you you sent me some uh or some info on that, like the the crazy weird yellow guys with the big teeth uh. Dominators, man. Dominators. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so look, tell us about Dominators. Okay. <laughs> Dominators are, they were mainly a, Legion's vil- a Legion of Superheroes villain, which, p- please let this lead to the Legion. Please, 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 <laughs> please let this lead to the Legion. That should be the next show. Anyway, because <laughs> it would fit CW because they're all teenagers. Yeah. Other than that, though, they were a Legion villain. And then what happened in the mid-90s was they came back and they kind of put together, you know, an alien alliance and then, you know, hijinks ensued. But they're they're malevolent as all get out. They're just terrible. Like they've got these big teeth and they're 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 not really like they're more mustache twirly and smart than they are like get involved. Usually they use someone like the Cuns or something like that to do their dirty work. But they're kind of like the guys who kind of they're like the reverse the other side of the Time Masters idea. Okay. You know, so the fact that they're getting involved just makes me kind of giddy with like the idea and, you know. So what cetera, do you think their role is going to be? So you're saying they're more like manipulators. Uh, yes. They're, they're less likely to get into the to the thick of it. So so what are they going to be pulling the strings for this entire? Uh, At the very least, they're involved in the crossover. I Spoiler alert, spoiler, 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 spoiler. We're going to get invasion. I, that, that's the crossover. It's got to be. We're going to get invasion. So I, I think, you know, in, invasion. You're talking about the uh, the event in DC Comics because uh, I'm. It was I'm like totally 1993, familiar. I think, or was or it was around there. Ninety. It was eighty. Oh, wow, I was 1989. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, that's the year I was born. <laughs> okay, that just hurt my feelings because I just started high school. And, um, oh, jeez. Literally, I'm old enough to be your dad. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. Invasion was a storyline that ran through most of DC 
just after crisis and all that, they used to do the yearly event like they do now. And basically it ran through the books and the dominators put together an alien alliance to come to earth and take it over and eliminate the threat uh, posed by the metahumans. Basically the dominators knew that the Legion of superheroes was eventually going to come to pass and stop them. And, you know, so they want to purge the galaxy of all of this stuff uh, they, you know, they went after former Green Lanterns. They attacked anyone, really. And what happened was, I mean, there was a Justice League then, a Justice League of America, who was back to being kind of normal. It was like Superman, Batman again. They they got rid of, like, Justice League International. I think, oh, wait, no, JLI was still... JLI didn't yeah, happen. JLI yet. was still heavily in this in 89. Um, and they all run together. But basically, it... it <laughs> Here's what I think is going to happen. I think what they're doing is they're going to pull a Smallville, and I think they're trying to get a way to kind of get more metas of the week. Okay. Um, and the reason I think they made it a crossover is Max Lord, who is a villain in Supergirl, mm-hmm. was a big part of this crossover. And, okay. and changes happened with him that could drive Supergirl. So I think that's why they went this way. <clears throat> So, so this is going to lead to something that's going to bring Supergirl into this universe, you think? Or do you think that, that she's already going to be here and this is just going to be something to uh, do something to Max uh, Maxwell Lord or, or bring new, I guess, Freaks of the Week to Flash and Arrow? I think it's going to bring Freaks of the Week. And I think they're going to keep Max Lord. I don't know how when they're going to put them together, but at the very least, if they keep them separate, Max Lord becomes much more of a threat. Uh, basically what they do is they drop what's called the gene bomb and basically it starts messing with metagenes. So people who didn't have powers develop powers. People who had powers, some of them lost powers for a while. I think Superman even got nailed by this. Um, basically it drops and you never know. Um, uh, fire, uh, green flame and ice maiden fire, she got to become like fully flame before she can only like literally breathe fire on you. <laughs> like the fire, you know, now, like there was a whole bunch of changes that happened. And I think they're going to do the same thing because this gene bomb is kind of like the second meteor shower of Smallville. They could pull it off and then be like, Oh, look, since the gene bomb we had last week, now we have a new meta we got to deal with. Gotcha. You know, so, so now, do you think that the Dominators are going to play a part in Legends, or will they just be uh, a part of this crossover? I think they're only going to be a part of the crossover. They're kind of, I think if you keep them around too long, like, how do you beat them without yeah. having everybody there? So I think, I'm not sure if they're going to be a part of Supergirl to bring her, bring it over here, or, you know, from here chasing the Legends, you know? Because you got to wonder how they get to Earth, because Green Arrow's kind of street level, Flash is kind of street level. You can't. I mean, you can travel through time, but not so much space. Yeah. So it's got to be either Legends or Supergirl that bring the Dominators. Hmm. Kyle, any thoughts on the Dominators? Um, no, not really. I've always wondered how like Max Lord got his powers because, I mean, even during JLI, he didn't have his mind control powers. Uh, and then I know later during or right before Infinite Crisis, he took in, he took control of Superman and Wonder Woman had to uh, oh, that's right. kill Max Lord in order to stop Superman. This is and where he got that power. Okay. Yeah, it was, yeah, and then, with, the, with the nosebleed, whenever he would take somebody's mind over, he'd get a nosebleed. Okay. And he yeah. could just and then do he, suggestions. He'd be like, why don't you go and make me a sandwich? 
I'm going to go and make you a sandwich. So kind of like a, a Kilgrave sort of thing. Kind yes. of. And I think that's kind of what they're looking to do with him, actually. Interesting. Uh, okay. Even though there hasn't been any, like, even though there hasn't been any anything to point saying that uh, Max Lord is coming back to Supergirl, um, they could they could have uh, Lex Lex's sister be that new Max Lord type person where she gets the meta powers. Interesting. Well, cool. Well, so we talked about the JSA. We got our new members there. We talked about the Legion of the Doom. Uh, mentioned the crossover. Uh, it's going to affect Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, and Legend of Tomorrow with the Dominators. Uh, so what? what let, let's speculate here. What do we think is going to happen in season two of Legends of Tomorrow? We got all this stuff going on. We got the JSA, Legion of Doom, Dominators, uh, at least for the crossover. Where do you think they're going to go with this season? Kyle, what do you think? It's it's honestly really too early to tell, especially with that crossover being as big as it is. Uh, but I'm I mean at the end I'm pretty sure at the end of the season, I mean it's all going to come down to the big fight between basically the legends and the Legion of Doom, and they'll have and then Rip and the legends will have to put everyone back in their correct time, and then something else will happen. Yeah. So somebody else will come like, back and be like, you got to the timeline up again. <laughs> it's this time it's Barry. And he's like, I swear I didn't do it this time, but the timeline <laughs> is all wrong. <laughs> yes. There are seven different versions of me out there, but this time it wasn't me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but yeah, you know, they, you're right though. There's not a lot to go on yet, but you know, we have this interesting thing we got the JSA, uh, and the Legion of doom. You're right. They, they're going to have a big fight. Uh, probably going to be something similar to, to civil war. You know, you got uh, Marvel civil war, you know, you got the, the, the two sides coming together, the fight. I'm hoping to see some big, you know, high budget, awesome action going on. Uh, it should be neat to see. Uh, Will, what do you think? What do you have any, any speculations for this season of legends? I think what they're going to probably do is I, I have to f- wonder if they're not going to use legends to set up crisis. And again, uh-huh. by bringing the dominators, I kind of wonder if they're not counting on legends to fail so that they can actually have a legion of superheroes. Please, please, please. Um, <laughs> but um, not that I don't want to do legends TV talk till I'm 80, but I mean, I really do think, I think what they're going to do is they're going to use this to kind of, you know, jet you know, as a springboard for other things. I think they're eventually going to have to bring the Time Masters back. As I understand it, what Season 2 is about is the Legends are kind of the new Time Masters. So they're going to stay in Vanishing Point. you know. And so I think that's what they're going to do for a while, is they're going to have a Time Masters thing of the week, you know, with an overwhelming arc, and then either find some way to bring the Time Masters back, or, you know... But the Dominator thing's happening early. Everything's happening in November, so there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff afterward which the Legion of Doom can get involved with. And by the way, thank you for not bringing back Vandal Savage. For goodness sake. There's only times I could hear him talk like this. I I had no idea that that the crossover is going to happen in November. That's that's, that's super early. I thought it... uh, Did it happen later on last season? No, it it happened in November. Wow, I just... There's so many hiatuses last year that it... This kind of made it feel like everything was, was spread out a little bit more, but uh, interesting. So yeah, that, that'll be neat to see what they do with the crossover. Maybe we'll see Legion of Superheroes. Who knows? Uh, could be cool. Please, 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 please. <laughs> 
but yeah, any other thoughts, uh, Kyle on, on, on what, what's going to happen? Uh, anything you want to add? I hope they address, um, why no one has ever heard of the justice society of America before all this, before everyone started to become a superhero, or are they just going to do what they did with Smallville and be like, Oh yeah, there was this secret society of superheroes. Just, it's all been, uh, paper pushed and lost the time. So I hope that's not the case, but they have to figure out a way to explain how the justice society is there and how it fits into their time. Yeah, that's true because it would be kind of weird, you know, if these superheroes were back in the 1940s and stuff like that and just nobody mentions it. You know, everyone's like, oh, we got these metahumans and stuff. We just made up this word for these new people that we've seen with these powers that we've never seen before, except for the time that we saw them before in the 1940s. (laughs) I mean, they could do Earth 2. They could be on a different Earth. Or what they'll probably do, they could, they built into the JSA originally in the, in the in the eighties, uh, the reason they said the JSA went away before was there was like a McCarthy style trial where they tried to get them to unmask. So just like uh, Watchmen, yeah, oh, okay, exactly. Yeah. And they said no. They said we weren't going to unmask, so they had to retire. It's kind of also like Captain America: Civil War, like take your mask off, tell us who you are, register. So they could say that too, and just be like, you know. In in the forty in forty eight, they were McCarthyed and they had to go into hiding. And you know, history is written by those who survive. So, hmm. interesting it's not point. A, it's not a bad theory. Yeah. Well, that pretty much does it for this week. Uh, we, we talked about you know our JSA, some Legion of Doom, some Dominators. Uh, really excited about next week. But uh, since we're since we're out of time here, though, you can keep up with us while we travel the time stream. In a couple of different ways. You can follow me on Twitter at ring that bell spelled B E A L L. Uh, you can follow, you can follow me uh, at Kyle Krause 89, or you can follow me on Twitter at W R Benson. And the R stands for really cool. <laughs> anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, be sure to tune in next week. where We're going to do the recap of our first episode, the season two premiere of legends of tomorrow. And as always, you stay hey, legendary multiverse. By the way, <laughs> Also, don't forget to tune in to Mr. Bell. He's too nice to tell you this. On And listen to Flash TV Talk, which is like a sister-type podcast where he talks about The Flash with our buddy Bo York. Yeah, you guys and check then, out Flash TV Talk. If you like hearing us talk about this kind of stuff, uh, me and Bo York, we talk about it all the time uh, on Flash TV Talk. That's every week. We have a live show on Wednesday. You can uh, we, We've been doing it on Facebook. We tried that. We might do that again. Otherwise, it's on uh, Mixler.com slash Pottery. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y. You can check that out there. Uh, but yeah, be sure to you know tune into those shows, tune into this show, and we just hope you guys enjoy it. Let us know what you think. And if you're listening to us on a smartphone, why not download the Satchel Podcast Player from for both Android and iOS? You can listen to your favorite podcast, and you can also listen to some local shows just by tapping on that local button. You'd be surprised at what you can find in your area. So download the Satchel Podcast Player. And if you're looking for other DC-type podcasts, DC TV podcasts, don't forget other shows like Supergirl TV Talk and Starkville Labs. Both of them talk about various type of DC shows, uh, and they're all really good to listen to. The guys are really great, and of course, Flash TV Talk. All right, well, we'll see you guys next week. As always, you stay legendary, multiverse. Multiverse.